and welcome to the Victory Devotional Podcast. We invite you to take the next few minutes to connect with God, hear His voice, and respond in worship and prayer. Here's today's message. We're a few days away from Holy Week and most of the time when this season comes, it's usually associated with the much-awaited vacation time. And I know that for some of you, you've already planned this since it's a long holiday, especially for us here in the Philippines. But how many of you have felt this at one point? You had a vacation, but you're more tired after the vacation than you were before it. You have not fully rested and you end up more exhausted than ever. What is real rest and how can we find it? You know, as we continue on our series from the book of Hebrews, allow me to read verses 7 to 11 of chapter 3. And interestingly, the heading of this passage in ESV is this, a rest for the people of God. So let's read from verses 7 to 11. And it says here, Therefore, as the Holy Spirit says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts, as in the rebellion, on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. Therefore, I was provoked with that generation and said, They always go astray in their heart. They have not known my ways. And I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. You know, on the onset, this passage seems terrifying because it ends with a note wherein God is telling His people that they will not enter His rest. But at the same time, this passage is very assuring and comforting because it tells us that there is a promised rest for God's people. And I think now more than ever, this promise is very timely because of all the unrest that is surrounding us. There's that looming war, political tensions, economic instability, and so many other issues. And a lot of people will spend massive amounts of money just to have that sense of peace and relaxation. But we all know that it will only be a matter of time till you get weary and exhausted again. You see, the reality is the rest that we are longing for is one that cannot be found in a place or a location, but in a person. That's why I love the first part of the passage that we read. It says, Today, if you hear His voice. You see, God has always been inviting people to experience this real rest that only comes from Him and being in His presence. Only God can give us true rest. But as we go on reading the passage, it also reveals the reasons why we are unable to receive this kind of rest. It says, Today, if you hear His voice, do not harden your hearts as in the day of the rebellion, on the day of testing in the wilderness, where your fathers put me to the test and saw my works for 40 years. You see, the first thing that prevents us from receiving the real rest that comes from God is this, hard hearts. You know, what makes our hearts hard? I remember when my daughter was younger, she loves to play with clay. And I know for some who have kids, you can relate to this at one point. Your kids love playing with clay. And I love watching her transform that ordinary piece of clay into something that is so unique, creative, pleasant, and fun. And usually when she's done playing, she has to place it back in the container so it won't dry up. But sometimes she would forget to put a certain piece back in the container and through time we would discover that that piece of clay has become so hard and dry already that when she tries to mold it into something else, it's not possible anymore. And thinking about this, I realized that that piece of clay did not become hard overnight. It took a series of exposure to different elements that made it hard in the process, whether it's air, dirt, or heat. 
And thinking about that, you know, I realized that there are a lot of things that our heart can be exposed to that can make it hard and dry. And what's scary is that sometimes it's not just a one-time blow. Sometimes it's a series of exposure to all these elements that contributed to the hardness of heart. Maybe for some, it's the pain of betrayal or wounds from the past. And you try to think and rehearse it in your mind over and over again. You expose yourself over and over again to that hurt, to that pain. That's why the heart is hardened to forgive. For others, it might be a continuous blow of discouragement, one after the other. And then the heart becomes hard to even hope and believe. For some, it might be disillusionment from all the unfulfilled expectations and the heart becomes hard, unyielding, untrusting. For some, it's not even brought about by external things. It's brought about by the continuous giving in to sin and unrighteousness that you don't get convicted anymore and you end up being callous. You know, these things can make our hearts hard and it gives so much restlessness in our soul. Can you imagine living with that unforgiveness or living with so many, you know, ideologies that are not up with the Word of God? You see, the writer of Hebrews cites a passage from the psalm and referred back to the time when the hearts of the people were hardened after being rescued out of slavery from Egypt. And the verse calls those days the days of testing. And I love it because it gives us an idea that the days of testing will not be over as soon as we get saved. As soon as you get saved, there will be challenging days ahead and our faith will really be tested just like them during those times. And in reality, days of testings are hard, but days of testings are opportunities to reveal who or what we are truly trusting. You know, for the Israelites then, despite of God saving them and providing for them, the verse tells us that they continue to put God to test. That is why in the end, the Lord says, I was provoked with that generation and said, they always go astray in their hearts. They have not known my ways. And I swore in my wrath, they shall not enter my rest. You see, their hearts have become hard by refusing to trust God fully. And when rest is usually mentioned in the scripture, it metaphorically refers to God's blessings of safety, security, salvation, you know, a state of wholeness and healing, a place wherein there's a sense of great peace and perfect order. And in Genesis, if you refer back to that, when the word rest was mentioned, when God rested, it gives us a picture of a king sitting on his throne because everything in his kingdom is in its rightful order. That's why there is peace. There's order and there's no chaos and this is the kind of invitation that the lord was extending to the israelites then when he rescued them out of egypt to fully trust that he is their king he has everything under control and that he has set things in order but the verse says that they kept on testing god why because their hearts were hard Despite of God showing them His ways, they refused to believe Him and His promises. That's why when the Lord said, They shall not enter my rest, it is not because God is preventing them from doing so, but because they were unwilling to respond to this invitation. You know, the Lord knows that times of testing will be hard. That is why He is offering that invitation for them to fully trust in His power, His ability, and His heart that desires the best for them. Times of testing reveals where our rest truly comes from. 
But instead of responding to this invitation, you know, the Israelites continued on relying on their own ability, which brought so much restlessness in them because they realized that despite of giving their all, despite of giving their best, it will never be enough to really bring them the assurance, the security, the peace, and the salvation that they need. You know, restlessness reveals not just the inadequacy of our works or our inability to have it, but the unwillingness to have the faith that God is at work. You see, resting in God does not mean that we won't work or we won't do anything at all. But it is a posture, you know, a disposition to fully trust and rely on Him. You know, the verse says, Today, if you hear His voice, I believe that as much as we are in the days of testing, just like the Israelites then, the invitation remains the same. I believe that the Lord is offering the same invitation to us now to enter His rest, to fully trust in His heart and His way so that our souls can be refreshed. Jesus said, Come to me, all you who are weary, and I will give you rest. You know, most of the time we spend and pay just to get that sense of rest that we feel like we need. But Jesus is saying, I have fully paid the price so that you can enjoy the rest that you truly need. Would you be willing to respond to God's invitation so that you can fully rest in Him, especially in these days of testing? that we are in. Let's just take this time to pray. Lord, we just want to thank you, God, for reminding us that rest is not a place, a possession, but a disposition, God, of fully relying on you. And Lord, I pray that if there are areas in our hearts that we have not fully yielded unto you that causes so much restlessness in our souls, God, I pray that we'd fully surrender it today. Lord, in fact, Today, if there are people right now who are joining us in this morning worship and pray, would you speak to them right now, God? Would you allow them to know and realize, God, and have that revelation that you're offering that invitation to them? Lord, I ask that you would just allow them, God, to hear and respond to that invitation. And whatever it is that caused the hardness of their hearts, God, to respond to that, I pray that you'd begin allowing their hearts to be tender towards you. You know, while we're praying, if you feel like you are unable to respond to the invitation to fully rest in God, to fully trust in Him and enter His rest, because there are some aspects in your life, aspects in your heart that has become hard, I want you to come to God right now and fully surrender that to God. Maybe it's the pain of the past. Maybe it's a disillusionment or whatever it is, maybe woes or maybe a lot of things that has caused that hardness of heart to just set in. The Lord is saying that invitation is for you right now. Would you come and let your heart be tender towards Him right now? Lord, I pray for my brothers and sisters right now. Lord, whatever it is that caused that hardness of heart, I pray, would you begin touching that right now, God, and allow that to be uh, to be tender again, allow their hearts to be tender again towards you, God, to just cause them to respond to this invitation to come to you, God, come to you and to just enjoy the rest that you are offering to us. Lord, thank you. Thank you so much, God, that in you we can have the fullness of rest, the joy and the peace and the security in these times of testing. So, Lord, we pray that you just allow us to fully trust in your word and in your ways. In Jesus' name, amen. You know, I believe that the proper response to the word of God today to fully rest in him is to offer him back all the praise, all the worship, and to give him all our trust by worshiping him once again. So let's worship him once again through this song. Because you are 
we have responded to enter His rest, allow me to read the following verses in the same chapter as we end. It says there in verse 12, Take care, brothers, lest there be any of you in an unbelieving heart, leading you to fall away from the living God. But exhort one another every day as long as it is called today, that none of you may be hardened by the deceitfulness of sin. For we have come to share in Christ, if indeed we hold our original confidence firm to the end. God bless everyone and may we continue to experience the fullness of rest that we have in Christ. Thanks for joining us today. We hope this helps you build a habit of hearing from God daily. For more messages like these, follow us on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to watch these messages live every morning, visit us on facebook.com slash victoryph.